0: (laughs) Why was that so delayed and weird? I don't know. Hello. Welcome welcome to to We Like Like Stuff and So Should Should You. A show that is our namesake. Where we talk about stuff we like and we think you should like them as well, probably. Uh, Today we have... Melissa.
1: Hello, I'm Melissa. And we also have Brenny.
0: Hello, I am Brendan.
1: Or it's like we like to call them eggs Benedict.
0: That's a new one, actually. I've never heard that one.
1: <laughs> just thought of it. <laughs> At the top of my dome. Uh, yeah. the top of my bean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, we are broadcasting through the facilities of Trent at CFF. Trent Radio? That's fair. That's more than right. That's, that is. You just skipped
1: right to the back of it. Back end. It's 92.7. Oh, yeah. C F <laughs> F F How F did I skip the radio
0: F station? I don't know. Oh, jeez. You're
1: you're silly. Yeah. You're a silly billy.
0: <laughs> if you were still on Tumblr... I would then reference um, IwiDb because that is like the weirdest thing that became incredibly popular in a meme way. It's just, I I hope somebody who's listening knows about Tumblr and Nobody possibly knows about that. I know. Nobody's on Tumblr anymore.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, will you have any
0: little likes? Uh, I feel like one day... We'll talk about our air fryer in a larger capacity, mm. but for right now, um...
1: Those hash browns be crispy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, for some reason, we've had an air fryer for a while, and we've cooked things in them, and it's been really great. Tofu's really good in that. Um, lots of sorts of vegetables. And for some reason, we only recently discovered that cooking a hash brown in That's an air fryer... because Aaron told us. No, so. oh, I know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, give credit where credit's due. I see. Shout I see. out to Aaron, told us that hash browns are tasty in an air fryer. And boy, was she right.
0: Yeah, I just don't understand how we didn't think about it. That's all I was getting yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's straight up like hash browns from like Tim Hortons, like fresh from Tim Hortons or McDonald's without like the grease. You'd get from McDonald's.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Um, my little like is getting packages in the mail.
0: That's been happening since, like, early December. Yeah. Like, it hasn't stopped.
1: Yeah, I keep ordering things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just love getting mail, so.
0: That's fair. I mean, not like anything, not like we can go out and I think so ha, 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 it's been a year happy anniversary mm,
1: technically yeah exactly a year
0: is, is wait is today the 11th no I think the I think it was the 11th mm. well like the whole lockdown I think I'm happened the saying, 20th like,
1: this is what is March break and uh. for me the most Thing about it was like, oh, March break after March break, yeah. it was like, oh, we're gonna close schools for two weeks, and then it was they never opened Yeah, you know, yeah. for the rest of the year. So March break is really the uh, the start for, for you. Me. That's so fair because they canceled March break and moved. Well, didn't cancel it. Moved it to April. Which who knows? I am just so tired. You yeah, know? I just really needed the break. Every but teacher is. But that's a is. different that's a different story. Yeah, we're
0: talking about things we like. Yeah. Yeah, happy Sleepy. happy. Uh, uh, locked plague adversary just just for the heads up what what was your little like I don't think we got to it we did it was getting stuff in the
1: mail oh yeah
0: getting stuff in the mail oh yeah we were just talking about dates that's fair
1: circled
0: around yeah to a long long way home I th- did you go first last time I don't think so. No?
1: I don't think so. Okay.
0: I've been writing down our topics, but I have no idea the order. I don't remember. Okay. You can go if you want.
1: Okay. Um, my thing is something I don't know that um, you've talked about before, because you might have... I, I don't remember? Whatever.
0: We're, I think this is like the 48th episode. We're almost at 50.
1: Ooh!
0: Half a century. That's um, not how the time works, but...
1: But my thing is something that we have been slightly or or subtly mentioning this entire show. So it's a nice segue. I'll give you two hints. No, actually, try and guess. We've I've said two things. We've talked about two things that are related so far.
0: Getting things in the mail?
1: No. Not. No.
0: I was thinking about the things that are related.
1: Oh, no, no, no. No, not getting things. thing is breakfast
0: food. Oh, I think I did talk about that, but it's your turn to talk about that.
1: Yeah, I, I think you did. That's why I was like, did you talk about it? But then... Yeah. Af- yeah. That's okay,
0: though. I want uh, your take on breakfast food. I'll be heard with my disgusting take. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so breakfast food is something, um, I don't know. I guess, like, breakfast in general, I have a weird relationship with, mainly because when I, like, through the week, I, like, don't really eat a great breakfast. Like, I I pack a breakfast to eat at work. You
0: eat food, but it's not necessarily breakfast.
1: Yeah, it's, like, fine. Um, and, like, one the weeks that I teach, I don't really have breakfast at all because I just... I'm not hungry and really busy in the morning Um, but the weeks that I have prep I like bring a yogurt and fruit for breakfast and I eat it at work um but i find that like i just don't really have time to enjoy like my breakfast that i like to have which is like sitting down having a coffee having some like yummy food like this morning Brennan made us eggs and hash brown wrap with salsa and hash brown on the side and we talked about hash browns from our air fryer very delicious and i was like wow i enjoy a breakfast food And so that's why I decided to talk about it. Um, But I also thought it would be interesting because I like history. I wanted to look up the history of breakfast.
0: What does that mean?
1: What, the history of breakfast? Yeah. Because,
0: like, are you talking about, like, breakfast as a theme of food items? Or are you talking about eating the first meal in the morning? Because I don't think that that is a legitimate history that you can go through. It is. I don't understand. I, I know you're gonna go on about it, but I need to I need to make this point. Eating is a is a thing that things do, and there really isn't a history behind it unless you talk about the foods they specifically eat
1: in the morning. Okay, it's both.
0: I don't believe you, but continue.
1: Okay. <laughs> Breakfast hasn't always been a part of people's daily routine. What does that First mean? Thing. And the foods and drinks that we associate with breakfast have only become standard over time. So it's
0: the foods. Okay. It's the No, type it's of... not all Ugh. the foods.
1: Oh not only the foods. Okay, continue. Okay. There's nothing standard about a morning meal. Okay? Because what's the definition of breakfast? Just Having... eating things
0: in when you after you wake up. Okay. Is it There's not? nothing
1: standard about that Why? In medieval Europe, eating early in the day was only a necessity for those who worked so early that they needed to eat early Or for elderly and infirm
0: But what, wh- in what the, constitutes early? Like before 12? Like before midday? I guess Okay, yeah, no, that's fine, yeah
1: Because like, what is breakfast? Like it's not just the first meal of your day Like if you eat breakfast past lunch, is that not considered lunch? I don't
0: know I guess so.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, the great 13th century theologian Thomas Aquinas thought it was a sin to eat too early in the day. I'm going to
0: break that man's mouth. And
1: eating before morning mass was frowned upon because fasting was a religious observation, and breakfast literally means breaking one's fast.
0: <laughs> Religion? Yeah. What a bunch of goobers. <laughs>
1: Um, As people increasingly came to work for an employer rather than working for themselves on their own land, they lost control of their time and had to work long, uninterrupted days without sustenance. A big breakfast allowed them to work longer days. So breakfast is the result of capitalism is what I'm reading. Yikes. (laughs) And it all
0: circles back, eh? The Industrial
1: Revolution and the move from farms to factories formalized the idea of breakfast further, and now it's normal for everyone to eat breakfast before going to work. If we haven't, if we hadn't invented the nine-to-five workday, we might never have invented breakfast.
0: Well, I guess that makes sense because, like. Once you, if you take the standardization out of like three meals a day, and you wake up and you're not necessarily doing something immediately, you don't really get hungry till like eleven mm-hmm. or like ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you wake up and like have purpose, what was that? What fell?
1: Oh uh, my my oh, okay. work bag. But
0: yeah, if you if you wake up and you don't if you and you have purpose, then it's like your brain is like, hey guys, <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's weird to think about. I never considered that part of it, but it's like it's a very weird thing to think about um the work day and industrialization being the reason behind breakfast. Yeah, cuz you need to have energy for the rest of your day. Whereas when people were more like self-sustaining, it was like
0: Just do whatever you want. Eat when you're hungry. Instead of eat because you will not be able to later. Yeah. That's insanity. And that's, I hate thinking about this now. I think it's really exciting and I still love breakfast.
1: Yeah. But it's a a wild, wild take. It's, It's like a really hard thing to like wrap your head around. Because like the other thing about it is that it just makes me think about like the 40 hour work week. And how that's like so unsustainable. Um and how like the 40 hour work week assumes that there is like because you know it's invented in a time when like you know women would stay at home so there is to take
0: care of the household
1: yeah so but there's an assumption that that is also like getting done so when you have two people that work 40 hours yeah it's like there's no then
0: then you just like come home to our place
1: yeah it's (laughs) But it's true, though. It's, like, there's... It's, like, an unsustainable amount of time to be able to do the work and also be able to come home and do the work at home and eat well and exercise and do things you enjoy. Yeah. Like, it's it's impossible. Absolutely. Um. So I think that's, like, a really interesting um, thing. Um... Okay. So another interesting thing about breakfast, okay. if I may continue.
0: Is it going to bring us all down again?
1: I don't think so. Okay. Um, for many people, the combination of bacon and eggs forms the basis for the archetypal hot breakfast.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Eggs have been a popular breakfast food, perhaps because fresh eggs... Um, well, they've been a, pre- a popular breakfast food for a long time because fresh eggs were often available early in the day. But their partnership with bacon is a 20th century invention. Huh. 20th century,
0: sorry, means the the 1900s, right? Because as soon as you cross the threshold of the 1900s. Yes, we're
1: in the 21st century right now. Gotcha. In the 1920s, Americans ate very light breakfasts. So public relations pioneer Edward Bernays persuaded doctors to promote bacon and eggs as a healthy breakfast in order to promote sales of bacon.
0: Capitalism strikes again. Uh You told me this would keep our spirits high.
1: He convinced 5,000 doctors to sign a letter recommending a hearty breakfast and publicized this conviction in newspapers with bacon and eggs presented as the ideal start of the day.
0: I wonder what, like... I mean, you don't have to break everything down scientifically, but I wonder what the ideal start of the day is, because I'm pretty sure it should involve, like, sugar.
1: Definitely not bacon.
0: Well, like... I think eggs are good because it's protein and it's, like, oh, like high energy. Fruit sugars should be good because it's sugar and that should get you going.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> what is this now?
1: A breakfast cereal was invented to promote general health and well-being, but also with a very specific medical agenda in mind. Okay. Because you know who, um, um... Invented like the first granola and cornflakes as a part of a diet it designed to suppress
0: masturbation.
1: What the frick?
0: Did you not know that? Dude, no. Kellogg the whole Kellogg's whole thing. Kellogg's flakes. Like just
1: Dr. John Harvey Kellogg yeah. wanted to suppress sexual desire to lead America away from sin. Yes. What the frick? That's
0: why Kellogg's exists. Guy saw guy ate some like bran flakes and was like, huh. I lost my drive. What? Let's stop the children. Yeah, it's the best. I was going to talk about this. I'm okay. so glad you found this out. It's so exciting to one see of, you realize okay. this. Okay,
1: one of Kellogg's... Do you know this part? I also don't know if any of this is true. It's no, just no, no, an I... article on Mash. but one of the Kel- one of Kellogg's patients at the sanitarium was salesman Charles M. Post, who enjoyed his Kellogg cereal that, so much that he was inspired to launch his own cereal empire.
0: I don't know I didn't know that that I mean that sounds correct once you have a niche market it's easy to kind of get into it before it becomes oversaturated Uh, but yeah no Kellogg we all think Kellogg's Frosted Flakes and all these things but it was just like hey stop touching don't you touch
1: I don't understand that
0: because people were people were not logical for their for all of human history not even back then they're not logical now They weren't logical then, but it's so exciting to hear about things like that because it's like, what were you thinking? Why did you think that you, possibly as a single sample size, would work on the entirety of the American population? I'm more curious to know if there's any evidence of that working in any capacity. I doubt it highly, obviously.
1: Um, A lot of early breakfast cereals had to be cooked, like oatmeal. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's kind of like a cereal of types.
0: Well, yeah. Oatmeal oatmeal, I mean, if you put enough water into oatmeal, it's just cereal. It's just mushy cereal. But Well, you... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Manufacturers have tra- since tried to boost their products in a crowded market by making them sweeter and more fanciful. Very high in sugar and carbohydrates.
0: Now. Well, I mean, like... You could talk all day about sugars and carbs and stuff like that and added sugars, but like, you still need sugar in your life. You still need, like... Yeah. Because sugar is carbohydrates. So like, I I think I think after that it probably would talk about like the the uh, arising of like fortified cereals where you, they throw in like iron and all sorts of other minerals that your body can use because I know I know recently last time I read like a cereal box I was like there's so many minerals in this cereal and I don't understand I thought I was eating grain or whatever yeah grain cereal is grain right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a whole thing, but uh. Wow. Yeah, no, oh man, I've read so many things. Well, so many like anecdotes about Kellogg's and his whole like nightmare proposal of like sin. It's so good. It's so funny to think that like. I want to know if he like publicly stated that.
1: Also, probably, I mean it's well known that that was like his cure for that. He was a doctor. <laughs> so, um, in other words, changing the topic a little bit. Sure. Going to coffee as okay. a breakfast drink. Okay. Um, did you know that uh many people did not obviously coffee wasn't a popular drink for a long time. Well, it was
0: it was much more a luxury than a Yes, it is. but
1: a lot of people originally, especially in ancient civilizations, started their mean morning meal with alcohol. <laughs> Egyptians, apparently, drank bread and ate beer. Oh my god. Wait, what? Drank beer and ate bread. <laughs> ancient Greeks and Romans preferred wine and bologna. No way. It doesn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does say wine though. Um, but you know why coffee became so popular? Why? Another byproduct of the Industrial Revolution.
0: What is? Okay.
1: Providing is just, a stimulating kick yep. to productivity that hardworking drones still have on today.
0: Uh, this this uh, this article is really laying it on thick.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think it is
0: interesting to to learn about the history of breakfast because I you're right. I am absolutely wrong in assuming that breakfast is just like a natural thing. Mhm. Um but yeah, if we like if we didn't have to get up and do school in the morning, you need to fuel your brain in order to do that. If you didn't if I didn't have to get up and like go to work uh, on the days that I do work because I'm doing school as well, like yeah, it would be a nightmare not to eat. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I guess the other thing is, that's interesting here is that, um, orange juice as well, um, because of the, how oranges are so perishable, um, orange juice wasn't really a big part. Another thing that we associate with breakfast, I think, a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that was more popularized in, like, the 50s plus or beyond? Nope. It was the
1: 1918 to 1919. Oh, really? After the Spanish influenza, because, Because people
0: need vitamin C? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah Dang
1: Um And yeah Cause it's like The vitamins That it provides Um Is uh, Something that people Need to have In the morning Um Yeah So that's kind of Um My thing Unless you want me To talk more But I think I've talked a lot No it's fine
0: Is there anything Like Else to add Like it's not But, but we don't have to Stick to our time frames
1: Um, Humans as a species may have been eating pancakes since prehistoric times.
0: What does that mean? What does that mean?
1: It's a delicious way of getting any energy-rich starchy grains in our diet. In fact, Otsi, the Iceman, the world's oldest naturally preserved human mummy, is thought to have eaten a wheat pancake as one of his last meals. Cool.
0: But I'm curious to know how they would, like, what a pancake would have been made of, like, Without, not the same. Well, obviously, but, like, what is like, what is the... Because we have to process grain in order to make it, like, flour. Like, flour is uh, not relatively new, but flour is a not prehistoric thing.
1: Yeah, but you can make pancakes out of a lot of things. Like, I make pancakes out, out of bananas, bananas and yeah, eggs. Yeah, okay, that's So, fair. I mean, it's, like... Yeah, you get, like, the same kind of consistency. Texture. Um, yeah... Pancakes were assigned to the morning meal, um, and now it's, oh, okay, thicker pancakes were easy to make first thing in the morning. Um, and at dinner, people preferred bread with their meal, and then cooks had all day to bake fresh loaves. So that's why
0: uh, pancakes were
1: sort of consigned okay. to the early, early days.
0: Because it was just like a, a, it was literally like convenience.
1: Apparently, oatmeal changed the world as well.
0: Of, of course, it did. <laughs> I don't
1: know if that's a story for another day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you like oatmeal. You can talk about that later. Yeah. changed the
1: course of human history (laughs) apparently there's the weird history of breakfast for you yeah that was tied to capitalism excuse me
0: that was much more wild than i thought it would be
1: yeah you doubted it i did but my history rants have been quite entertaining (laughs) between that and uh the bologna. bologna bologna
0: You have to like you have to put the Bologna. You know, no you don't pronounce the G.
1: Bologna. <laughs> I feel like I wanted those. <laughs> on RuPaul's Drag Race and they're like you, you have to hear the difference and they keep saying the <laughs> thing the exact same way. Yeah. it happens in every season. It's great.
0: Cool. Yeah. Well, my first thing is isn't I don't think it's as uh, like colorful in that manner. My first thing was just going to be Super Smash Brothers.
1: Have we talked about that before?
0: No, we've talked about Kirby being in Super Smash Brothers and Donkey Kong '64. Again, Donkey Kong being in Smash Brothers. I don't think I've ever actually talked about uh, talked about Zelda, but never talked about Smash Brothers specifically. Mm. I'm talking about a lot of things with characters in Smash Brothers, mm. but not Smash Brothers well, itself.
1: Tell us all about how these brothers smash.
0: How about we just go to your second thing?
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, so, can we, I just
1: ask you one question? Yeah. Is like? Tony Smash Brothers? No, he's
0: not. No, he's not. Oh, uh,
1: why? Uh,
0: no, you could stop. I could see you trying to amp up another sentence. I'm not. Anyways, stop. <laughs> I could see you. Uh, okay, so Super Smash Bros. Um, was originally released for the N64 uh, back in 1999. We, me and my brother got it, and we were super stoked about it. I, so the original trailer... Hold on. Let me see if I can find... I'll just play it on my phone. But the original trailer for Super Smash Brothers was one of the wildest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it was like... Um... It was like these, what do you call them, costumes, uh, uh mascots. It was like these mascot costumes, um, original, commercial. Uh, so yeah, it was these people wearing these, uh, mascot costumes of Pikachu, uh, Mario, Donkey Kong, and Yoshi, just like kind of prancing in the forest. And I'm going to play it, but it's, it's only 30 seconds, but I want to describe it. Um, and it's like super blurry, um, and they're just like no they're just mascot costumes and they're prancing in the forest and i think like yoshi trips up mario and then they just start fighting it's just these people fighting in these mascot costumes and then it cuts to like um uh what is it it cuts to like gameplay footage so yeah i'm just gonna play it and it's just it's so wild It's just so silly cuz it plays this they're prancing, oh it's Mario. Gone wrong in the world of Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go in one fest, only on It's really great. M- Melissa hated everything about it just because it's literally just like giant costumes. But uh yeah, I I remember that commercial so fondly, and I thought it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and we got we got the game, and yeah, literally, it's like a it's a four player fighting game, but it's not like a traditional fighting game. You don't have health. You just have to beat beat each other until you take enough damage. And then the more damage you take, the further you fly when you get hit or when you get thrown, uh, and you lose a life if you get thrown off the map, essentially. And that—that that was the basic premise of this fighting game. Um, mm-hmm. The original game, what did it have? It had eight characters from the start. Wow, was it was only eight. It was okay. Mar-
1: Mario, yep. Donkey Kong, yep. Yoshi, yep. Pikachu. Yep. So I saw him there. Luigi?
0: No. Ah, uh, technically.
1: Technically Luigi?
0: Yep. Okay. He was an unlockable character. You didn't get him from the start. Mm.
1: But he's part of the eight?
0: Nope.
1: Uh, he's just an extra one, so he doesn't count towards the original. Eight.
0: Not, not yeah, not the original. Well, so it's technically original twelve, but you unlock okay. like you unlock the extra four kind of thing. So Luigi's there. Continue. Um, uh, Link. Yeah, Link was it was an original one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bowser. No, Bowser came in the second game. He was actually like I think he was like the main boss in the second game.
1: Hmm. hmm. I have a hint. Only three more. Uh,
0: yeah. So one you definitely know.
1: Kirby. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one me and Tristan really like um it's a game it's a bounty hunter I don't know if that would give it away
1: a bounty hunter
0: yeah I guess you don't know too much about that uh,
1: bounty hunter Jordan really
0: liked them a lot too
1: oh Metroid
0: that is the game they come Samus. from. Samus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I not know
1: and, Samus was a bounty hunter.
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then the last one I don't think you'd get. It's Fox McCloud from Star Fox. Uh, oh, yeah. I wouldn't that, that. That's fair. I, w- I would give that to you. And then the extra characters were Luigi, Captain Falcon. Yes! Falcon <laughs> Punch! Uh, Ness from Earthbound, and then Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff was uh, an unlockable character, yeah.
1: I almost guessed Jigglypuff, but I was like, no way. <laughs> no way my little lady's making her way on that well, stage. Oh, she did.
0: And she was real good and also real bad because she hit very like lightly. But if you were good with her, you can do a lot of damage all at once. And then she had one attack that made you super vulnerable because she would fall asleep. But if she was like touching you when she fell asleep, she would knock you across the screen. It was like a wild thing. So yeah, in Super Smash Bros, up to four players can play in multiplayer modes There you can have like different rules and things like that. It's super fun Um, And the in the first couple of games They did like a single player mode where you just pick a character and just go through preset fights But they had all these mini games that were really cool uh, where each character would be like given a specific uh, What is that word? like level it'd be like level placement and you'd have to like find all these targets and break them in the fastest time yeah. and that was super fun or literally just like board the platforms and you'd have to figure out ways to get uh, to get your character to land on these platforms and then continue on um, they were super fun uh, then there was Super Smash Bros Melee uh, for uh, the GameCube which I never had and I never played uh really. I kinda played it and a lot of people like in the hardcore like Smash Brothers community, a lot of people swear by Melee being the best Smash Brothers. I don't care. Um I've played Melee, I don't care about it. I don't like it as much. Um it definitely improved on the game, but the the later games kept improving and it's like why wouldn't I want more? Like I'm not like I'm not a traditionalist in that manner. Um, so that one was in 2001, so two years later. And then seven years later, in 2008, they did Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Um, so let me see, actually, I want to see if I can get the characters out. So we did all the characters from the original. And Super Smash Brothers Melee. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. There was... Um, Oh, this doesn't list them the way I wanted them to. Okay. So in Melee, you have Bowser, Captain Falcon, Donkey Kong... Dr. Mario, as well as original Mario. It was basically the same, except he did have, like, slightly different moveset. Uh, and he
1: is a doctor. Yeah. He went to school for longer. I yeah. mean, the difference between being a plumber and a doctor, I don't know how long you have to go to school to be a plumber.
0: Uh, I think it's, like, a trade thing. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's it's a couple yeah. of years, yeah.
1: You probably have to do a, f- a couple of years. So... Um. I-
0: but, then, um, are Doctor
1: Mario and Plumber Mario the same person? Yes. Okay, so Doctor, so Plumber Mario, he started his trade as a plumber. Yeah. And then he went back to school. Yeah. And got his medical degree.
0: Yeah. So instead of throwing fireballs, he throws big giant pills.
1: Was this to impress Peach or? Uh, no. I think to there was like a scare Bowser.
0: No, there was like a there was like a bacterial outbreak. So the whole Doctor Mario game is like Tetris, but with bacteria. and You just have to like. Put the pills where they need to be and kill things.
1: What?
0: I don't know. You're making up story. Why can't I make up story?
1: I'm not making up story.
0: Anyways, uh, there's Falco, which was like a fox clone. Uh, Ganondorf was included in Melee. Uh, The Ice Climbers were included, which were really fun. You controlled um, these two little... um, They look like uh, Inuit people. People's, I should say... Uh, no,
1: it's just inuit.
0: Inuit? Yeah. Oh my bad. that
1: means that has people
0: in the world. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but I like they like they have the appearance of that, but they look like white people. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what Nintendo originally planned for the ice climbers, but they have little hammers and they're really cute. Um, Jigglypuff obviously came back Kirby and Link, uh, Luigi, Mario, as we said, both versions, him early life and later in life. Then they had like Fire Emblem characters, um, Mewtwo, Mr. Game & Watch, which is that 2D thing. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Peach, Pichu, and Pikachu, I don't know, they just they added all these like clone characters. Um, they added Sheik. Daisy? Uh, I don't think, no, no, Daisy didn't show up this one. But they added like Link and then Young Link, which is like what's going on.
1: There's a difference there. There is.
0: There is. It's
1: barely there.
0: I know, but it's like... It's it's one of those silly things.
1: He still doesn't talk.
0: No, he does not. He just makes grunts. who <laughs> <laughs> That's not a grunt. Properly. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah. And then they added Smash Brothers... Uh, they did Smash Brothers uh, Brawl, uh, which was for the Wii, which was really fun. It had a really fun single-player mode. Uh, they scrapped the single-player mode for the Wii U, um... In the 3DS version, and then Smash Brothers Ultimate, they kind of brought like a single-player mode back. I remember when we got it, um, it was like the four of us—me, you, Adam, and Taylor. Uh, not Taylor, Tristan. Uh, we were all like playing it, and then we all went to sleep, and then we woke up eager to play again. And Adam was still going for it. And he's like, "I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm
1: doing it." Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty scary. Played all night. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we
0: wanted to collect all the characters, and they added like some really cool new characters, like the Splatoon Inklings. Um,
1: Daisy.
0: They, uh, I think Daisy was in uh, brawl or the the Wii U and the three DS. The alligator boy. Yes, they added King K. Rule. He's pretty broken. Um, uh, they added Incineroar, which was one of my favorites. He's not the best, but if if you're really good mm-hmm. with him you can be incredible.
1: Mii Fighter?
0: Uh, that was actually in Brawl.
1: Was it? Oh. Yeah.
0: Because it was for the Wii U. The Mii's were in... The- oh, wait. I don't know if the... Uh... You're right. I thought
1: they were new because they were, like, really overpowered and you can put your own Mii's in it. You're right. I can't
0: remember when they showed up. I think they were actually in the, the Wii U and the 3DS versions, but you might be right. But, uh... Yeah, the Smash Brothers series has just been really good. There's been a lot of, like, fan service with the kind of characters that they add... Um, but it's really fun to just be like a Pokemon, a full Pokemon, and just take. And
1: Isabel.
0: Isabel. Yeah, Isabel and the the villager from Animal Crossing are in there, and Isabel has like a different move set, and it's really great. Um, they they started adding like their their super abilities, um, which is called like the smash ability, I think, and like Isabel. <laughs> Isabel, uh, my, I knew it. Isabel and the villagers' <laughs> ability—you um, basically knock whatever enemy into um, the construction site that Tom Nook and the the Nook Boys uh, start building. Timmy and Tommy, and they just start building a house, and then the house is done, and then they—it explodes out to the people inside. And it's really great, and yeah, all the smash abilities are usually like huge homages to the games that the characters come from, and it's really great. Um, my favorite, like I, I when King K. Rule came out, I watched that trailer like thirty times, because Donkey Kong sixty four, as we've talked about it before, was like a pivotal game for me. I'm not doing the rap, but I. It's... DK, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Donkey Kong. Okay. So,
0: but King K. Rule, because like he was in previous Donkey Kong games, but the Don, like the the version was basically from Donkey Kong sixty four uh, that he came from Smash Brothers. Or at least to my knowledge, so he has like all these weird abilities like he like whenever he punches really hard He brings out his punching glo- like his boxing gloves Which was like a huge very difficult boss fight in Donkey Kong 64 and his super smash uh, Attack is that like when he hits you you get launched onto uh, Donkey Kong Island and then he jumps into the the King K. Rule like ship island And he's just like laughing as he sits in his chair pushes the button, and it literally is the game over sequence for Donkey Kong 64, where his ship just annihilates Donkey Kong Island, but with your, with the enemy character on it. And it's just, like, it does a really good thing. There's something about, like, Nintendo has a really good pull at, like, nostalgic feelings in that manner. Every time I see something like Pokemon, and it, like, references, like, older Pokemon, games, but like the way you grew up with them, it always like hits me harder than I thought it ever would. Um, Like recently they just announced Pokemon Diamond and Pearl for the Nintendo Switch, they're gonna remake those games. I never played those games, but as they were ramping up to kind of announce that they're remaking those games, it like was showing off previous things that they've done and it was like, oh, I remember those, those make me feel good. And it was just like a nice feeling and yeah, just see like seeing King K. rule. Whip out his old ship and just annihilate Donkey Kong Island. It was like, yeah, that's that was the game over ending. But that was, I grew up with that, and that was really scary when that happened because it was very scary when it happened in the game. Um, but yeah, Donkey King
1: Kong. King K rule.
0: Yeah. More
1: like King, King K drool. Well,
0: it's, it's King K <laughs> name is King Cruel. He's,
1: he's. Yeah. <laughs> K. Rule? Kruel. K. <K-Rool>. Rule? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just really great. Like, um, I don't watch Pokemon anymore. Um, and I haven't for a very long time. So I don't really see a lot of the personalities that Pokemon have.
1: What are you doing at night when I hear. Pikachu I choose you <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's going on what is this bit that you're committing to I don't know I thought that
1: would be funny
0: it was but it didn't mess me up it was just like what's going on anyways um so Incineroar is like this uh wrestling persona and uh when when he comes from the the genre uh the, the game Sun and Moon Pokemon Sun and Moon and everybody when it was being kind of released that the um, the Pokémon evolutions, like the starters, everyone was like, please don't let this fire Pokémon stand up on its hind legs. Because every time it does, it's like this fighting fire hybrid, and we've had that for like so many generations. And then it did, and then it was actually a dark fire Pokémon, which was like, oh, that's a cool combination. Um, but it was still a wrestler, so it was still basically a fighting Pokémon. It was like, what's going on? But then seeing every move that you do Almost every move that you do in Super Smash Bros. with Incineroar, he has to do a flare or like a like a flourish. He do, he'll like hit really hard and then he'll do like a wrestling flourish because he's a wrestler and to see it like to see it happen in the game and to know that that is your character so you have to play with those flourishes in mind it just makes it so nice and so like it's so fun know that if you knock somebody off really hard, Incineroar like might just like aggressively put his thumbs down because that's what you would do in like a wrestling match or like a luchador match, uh, where you just like aggressively antagonize your opponent as you are fighting them, and it's just the small things like that. Um, there is a huge um, online community for Super Smash Brothers that I have no intent on getting into. I never really played online. I like in a serious way I play online and it's very fun um but I never cared enough um and like you can get into like the weird nitty gritties where like people will just get really upset and rage quit um there are videos online where you can watch people like play against someone that like they believe should not be able to win and then they win and then they like rip out their controller and destroy their controller destroy their console because like they're in a tournament and like there's serious money on the line like hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes and it's like buddy i get that this is a contest and a tournament i get it it's it's similar to sports i'm not trying to bank it that way but control your anger. The, nobody gets that upset when you lose in sports. You shouldn't get that upset when you lose in, like, video game sports. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, so I'm not going to touch the online community that much, but I have seen, like, some pretty good, like, people just winning and the other person freaking out because they were so confident. And it's like, yeah, I'll watch this because I want to see that person melt down. Because they they've been like they've been kind of like a toxic person in the community, and now they get their comeuppance. But uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my first thing. What's what's your
1: second thing? My second thing is related to food. Secondly, really? Yeah, I'm a food gal today. Ooh, I'm a food for thought. Food for thought. My second thing is a little condiment called Sriracha.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't think I've talked about that before, but maybe I did.
0: I don't know. Let me just check. Uh Shrek, Old Guard, Dad's, Amelia Bedelia, German Palace, I don't remember what we called what it was called. I don't see Sriracha. You go for a girl.
1: <laughs> sriracha is a delicious chili sauce. Condiment Uh that you can add to many things. Um, Sriracha is. uh, I'm just going to look up quickly because I. What's um, this?
0: Not being prepared for our show.
1: (laughs) It's a type of hot sauce or chili sauce made from a paste of chili peppers, distilled vinegar, garlic, sugar, and salt. That's all I wanted because I remember I saw that previously. Cool. So it's very simple but really delicious. Um, One of the most popular brands of it is the um, Hui Fong Foods one.
0: That's the Um, one we always get, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And... It's, um, yeah, a really delicious, uh, condiment that adds a spicy tang to any dish and it really goes well with anything. We often mix it with ketchup in our breakfasts.
0: Yeah. Now, um, I will say that I'm not the biggest fan of eggs and ketchup on its own, but for some reason I was, I was turned on to like having a breakfast sandwich and dipping that in like spicy ketchup or sriracha ketchup. Yeah. Because uh, I
1: always did it and yes. you tried it and you're like, mm, this is good.
0: Yeah, because I never wanted to give it credence because I knew I didn't like eggs and ketchup. Yeah. I like that But it's, its just
1: like, it's so good because it's like, if you just dipped it in straight sriracha, it would be way overpowering, but the ketchup like balances it. And yeah. It's, it's good. Um, apparently, um, in 2013, there was a sriracha documentary. At, uh, I heard about
0: this. I, w- I was hoping you were going to talk about that.
1: Um, And essentially, this article from the Los Angeles Times just has 11 fun facts of, from the documentary about okay. sriracha. Cool, cool, So I figured we would just talk a little bit about that. And, uh, I mean, I love sriracha. I put it on everything, and uh, it's just a delicious condiment. So, um, yeah, appa- apparently... Um, yeah, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about this in regards to that um, documentary. Um, apparently, the focus of the doc- documentary is a recent lawsuit, recent being 2013. Okay. Um, in Irwindale, don't know where that is, regarding the chili smell in the area around the plant. What? Yeah.
0: Okay, Can, please continue.
1: I. It doesn't really say much more about that at the moment, but okay. maybe it'll be one of the fun facts. The first fact is the Hui Fong Foods Sriracha Factory in Rosemead. I don't know where that is either. I'm assuming it's in the States somewhere.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know. Used to be owned by Waymo, the maker of Frisbees and Slip and Slides. Before that building filled full with hula hoops, Huefong... Fong Foods founder David Tran says in the film, it's now filled with chili.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought there was going to be more.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Another fact um, Huey Fong Foods makes all of its own bottles, which initially looked like bloated test tubes. At the Irwindale factory, one line of production can produce 18,000 bottles an hour. Okay. Dang. So eighteen thousand bottles an hour. I'm just gonna do some quick math here. Eighteen thousand. How long do you think the factory runs in a day?
0: At least like f- twelve or fourteen hours.
1: Okay, let's just do ten. Okay. So that's hundred and eighty thousand bottles a day.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How
1: many do you think? How many days in the week do you think it runs? At least
0: five. Like.
1: Okay, times five. So 900,000 a week. We'll multiply that by 52. It's uh, 46,800,000 bottles of sriracha. And that's a low estimate, I would say. Cause Probably.
0: Because we... capitalism, but, you know.
1: Yeah. So that's a lot of sriracha. Um, Tran, David Tran, who is the. Uh, founder, yep. eats pho with his sriracha sauce in Vietnamese retna- restaurants all around the city and is pr- never recognized. So really?
0: Yeah. No, that's okay. I just wanted to... I, I, one t- one day, <laughs> one time I was trying to order pho and I think I said it a little weird and they were like, you want four? And I was like, no! Oh
1: gosh! <laughs> yeah. Um, trans first bottles of sriracha were made in 1980. They were glass bottles filled by... Spoonful and he personally delivered them all over Chinatown Yo. in a blue Chevy van. Heck yeah. Yeah. Huei Fang Foods makes three types of sauce, all that start with the same chili mash. Um yeah, and the sira- they make a chili garlic, mm. a sambal olek, I don't know what that is, and sriracha. Sriracha sauce is to believe to have been invented in Sri Racha, Thailand, by a woman named Thanom Chakapek, her sauce recipe is now manufactured under the name Sri Aja Penich. The Thai version is sweeter and thinner than Hui Fong's Foods sauce. Mm. Hui Fong's Foods has never advertised its sauce.
0: Oh, yeah. I was hoping you got to that, because that's my favorite thing to know about uh, Sriracha. Yeah. They have literally spent nothing on advertisement. Yeah,
1: and its sales have increased by almost 20% each year.
0: It's because they have a good community. Yeah. And, like, it, like to my knowledge, unless it says that... I that, don't
1: remember when I first had Sriracha, Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'm just like, when did it come into my life? And exactly. now it's just a staple. We always have it.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. It just blows my mind, because I, was, I, was, I think I was hearing about this. It might have been when this... Uh, Documentary came out, but yeah, because the way his community was built when he was personally delivering it, just as he got more success with the um, with the company, it was just like, yep, yep, people already know, so they know to buy it, and it's like a worldwide thing, right? Right? It maybe at least North American.
1: The Stracha. Yeah. 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 Um. If you buy this specific brand of uh, sriracha, it's really easily identified by the rooster on the bottle, which is sort of how you know the yeah. the actual brand it is because, you know, I always look for that rooster um, when I buy it. Um, and that is there because Tran was born in the Chinese year of the rooster. Mm. So he put a rooster on it.
0: That's really good. I will say that we've gotten a sriracha style uh, sauce from Costco, and it was the worst thing I've ever eaten. It wasn't
1: well, not the worst. It, it was just, it just not what we expected. And
0: it took us like four times as long to get rid of it because we didn't use it as much.
1: Yeah, because yes. it wasn't uh, as good. Yeah. Um, apparently, this fact is really weird. Okay. There's a woman in Brooklyn, New York, making a hipster version of sriracha in How small batches.
0: Dare they?
1: Jojo Sriracha sells for $14 a bottle.
0: What is happening? Is she white? I don't know. I swear to God.
1: I don't even know. Who knows if she's still in business? This is from 2013. Ugh. Let me look it up. Sriracha. Jojo Sriracha. Looks like it's still in business. Okay. Wild fermented Sriracha.
0: Okay. it's just like so there was a there was a guy there's a a little bit off topic um but again I think I'll talk about this in the sense that like I love to talk about hating things and we've talked about that before and we haven't actually done an episode like that yet and I would love to there's a guy that went to India and tried a bunch of tea and he did like this whole hipster style like company when he came back to North America or like United States or whatever and was like I went to India and had all these experiences and tea is so great Um, and he called his company and the tea mud water and the most like racist thing I've ever heard and he described the people that he bought tea from on the side streets like like stalls wearing rags and it was so like humbling and stuff and it was like brother they were wearing clothes you racist person because this I don't we were not supposed well not I, I try not to swear on this thing because I'd like to put it on radio appropriately. But, um, yeah, it was a whole thing. And just, like, white people doing things, you gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Anyways. You, did you find more about this company?
1: Yeah, this is JoJo. Of course
0: it is. Of course it is! Yeah. They look, like, I'm sure it's nice enough, but it's, like, you don't need to do that. Like, let 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 the company... Like, there's not a lot of, like... Unless we find out something secret about this, uh, like, uh, what is it? Um, Hoi Fong, uh, bottling, uh, or, like, a food company that is, like, somehow secretly negative, yeah. let them have that monopoly, man. But like, we
1: also don't know what this person's racial background is. No, Can you're right. that they're white? Yeah, that's, and
0: that's, I, I will accept that fault. That's fine. Like, yeah. I will accept being wrong. But it's like, I don't know. I just, yeah. But that other jerk that made mud water, you can literally look up M-U-D-W-T-R. One of the recipes yeah, that they try to advertise yeah. is like some special tea, and it's literally chai and honey. And they try to make it this whole big thing, and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Anyways, look, I love hating things. And I, will, I promise we'll do an episode about it later. I just, I love talking about it because of how angry it makes me, but of how, like... Excited, I am to be angry about it.
1: Continue on with sriracha. Sriracha is really oh. Sorry. Uh, a single factory. This says specifically okay. that a single factory produces 3,000 bottles every hour, which is different than what we heard in the other article. Hmm. 24 hours a day, though. Six days a week.
0: See, I, f- I figured... 20
1: million bottles a year is what this says, specifically.
0: Yikes. Isn't that more? Is that more it's than... It's
1: less than what we had done, but we said it was 18,000 an hour. But I think that's just... Oh. They make 18,000 bottles to, like, put to, the uh, gotcha.
0: And not the actual like product itself.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it's a uh, it's a really delicious condiment and interesting history. Um, I guess. And, uh, just a delicious, delicious thing. hmm And in a convenient squeeze bottle.
0: Yeah, it's just really good. It's honestly yeah. just... Everybody should try Sriracha. If you don't like spicy, that's totally fine. You probably won't have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is spicy, and it's one of those things where it's like... The more you use it, the more you can get used to the spiciness. It's never been a spicy that is, like made my tummy upset mm-hmm. um and i'm sure like if you're if you got a really sensitive stomach i'm sure it'll be bad but like i've had spicy things where it's like it's been spicy coming in and it's been spicy coming out and it's not a good time all the time or sometimes it's a good time in the first half and not a good time in the second half i've never had a bad time in the second half of sriracha coming out of me <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <And> i think
1: uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it, re- um, also just as an additional thing, speaking of how spicy it is, yeah. it ranks in the 1,000 to 2,500 heat units range on the Scoville scale heat rating, above banana pepper and below jalapeno, so.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, above banana, banana peppers, pepper, below jalapenos? Yeah. Really?
1: I think that's fair.
0: I thought it would be higher than jalapenos. No. I jalapenos.
1: Think ha- I think jalapenos are, if you eat them on their own- They're way spicier than that.
0: That's fair. I guess we don't really use the seeds a lot when we
1: cook. No, we just put them in stuff. Yeah, yeah. So in October 2013, do you want me to stop now? No, no,
0: no. I'm not gonna have time to do my thing. So just finish your thing.
1: Okay, sorry. (laughs) That's okay. The this is about that lawsuit of in Irwindale, California, against the fong Factory. After approximately 30 residents of the town complained of the spicy smells the factory was emitting while producing sriracha sauce. Well, I guess,
0: so I guess it's relative. If it's the whole town, if it's like a, if actually like a huge radius, it's like.
1: Yeah, but it smells delicious.
0: <laughs> no, I know. But if it's if it's disruptive, like, they, I guess they just need to figure out how to contain that.
1: Yeah. In 2013, the judge ruled partially in favor of the city, declaring Huifang Foods must cease any operations that could be causing the noxious odors and make changes to mitigate them, though he did not order that operations cease completely.
0: What does that mean?
1: It says, According to the judge, although there was a lack of credible evidence linking locals' complaints of breathing trouble and watery eyes to the factory, the odor could be reasonably inferred to be emanating from the factory is for re- residents extremely annoying, irritating, and offensive to the senses, warranting consideration as a public nuisance. Mm. So, yeah, I guess like spicy in the air is not good. Oh, <laughs>
0: definitely not. But that, well, that's what I mean. Like, if it's actually a, like a huge issue, then
1: uh, yeah, it,
0: it does need to be curbed.
1: Oh, okay. Continues. In 2014, the city of Irwindale announced it was expanding its case against Huayang Fu's to include a claim of breach of contract, alleging that the plant violated a condition of its operating permit by emitting harmful odors. Hmm.
0: Yeah, because, like, chili, like, like pepper is, like, a pretty volatile irritant, depending on how concentrated it is.
1: Yeah, but then the lawsuit was dropped. okay.
0: I I really hope they, like, they did figure that out. Because, like that's not a good thing to kind of pump into the air of like a local town or community. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much our show. Yeah. So I hope you like listening with us and, and I hope you like Sriracha and try us the smash. Brothers.
1: Yeah. And eat that breakfast food. Yeah.
0: And don't get horny. Um, <laughs> uh, thanks to everybody at Trent radio. Thank you to Matt Campbell I love you, and I still hope you listen as frequently. I know we don't put out as many new episodes as I'd like to, but... uh, Someone
1: else has something to say to you, Matt Campbell. Have a great day! Okay,
0: okay, (laughs) goodbye.